Welcome to the Coaching for Leaders podcast. Hey everyone, I'm your host Dave Shep. Today we're going to be covering a range of topics on leadership, life purpose, goals, and what you're doing in your life to be happy. I'm a business coach, life coach, and I got a bit of woo-woo in me. I've been creating leaders for over 25 years, and I hope that this show inspires you to bring out your hidden potential and empowers you to live your passion. Let's go ahead and start today's show. And welcome to episode three of Coaching for Leaders. Hey guys, thank you very much for um, listening to my last two podcasts. I've gotten some some great comments, some great feedbacks this week, um, mainly from family friends because nobody else listens to this. But hey, why not? <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I've actually gotten some outreach from people who live across the country, um, and it is it's been amazing. It's been uh, it, it has made me feel good. Some of the messages I've gotten via Instagram um, uh, or on my website or even through text has been things that when I look at, it just brightens my day. So I can't thank you enough for the kind comments. And I really, really appreciate it. Um, today, what I'd like to talk about is, uh, is your career aligned with your passion? I think it's going to be my topic today. So I want to figure out, you know, does your job bring you joy? You know, it's an easy question. Are you happy? You know, are you happy in your current job or do you feel like you go to your job every day and you're, you make good money, you, you have a good life, everything is great, um, but this is all it's going to be. This is the best it's going to be. Um, I either am not qualified for a promotion or I'm already a top level executive and I can't get promoted anymore or I'm not good enough for a promotion. You know, you know these, these kind of things you know there's a difference between being qualified and not being good enough because that's all your mindset if you're simply not qualified for a promotion because of something that you know some skill that you need you can learn that skill but if you feel that you're not qualified because you're not good enough then that's a whole other topic on self-love that we need to address um so just trying to figure out you know are you in alignment with your passion so do you go to work every day and do you feel fulfilled do you feel that when you go to work that you're working towards something that you're excited about? Is what you do, does it help others in some way? You know, is the product that you're making, is the product that you're selling, uh, is the information that you're giving out, is the service you're providing or the product you're providing, do you help others? Uh, are you changing the world? Are you leading a legacy in some way because of something that you did today? The other question I want you to ask yourself is when you wake up in the morning, are you just freaking excited to get out of bed, start your morning routine and get to work? You know, do you, is it by two o'clock in the afternoon? Are you as excited? Are you ramped up and, and you know, you're going to be able to you know go to five, six, seven o'clock at night, depending on what you need to do. And you're excited or do you sit there and go, wow, you know, it's not five yet. I can't wait to get out. Uh, if you're if you're a clock watcher, that's probably one of the worst things because once you realize you're a clock watcher in your job and you're just like, okay, so I'm here till five and then I'm going to head out at, at 5.01. Uh, that's always a, a bad tell right there that you're probably not in alignment with your passion when it comes to your career. You know, what what is it that, you know, do you think to yourself, I make so much money right now that I can't leave. You know, the economy is unstable. Things going on in the country. There's no way I can leave with unemployment being so high. So I'm just going to stay here. And right now, with everything going on in 2020, I've got it good. So I'm not going to take any chances. I'm not going to do anything. 
you know, and, and I get that, that wanting to stay safe part and wanting to, to, to do that. But the thing is, is when you, you feel that way and you feel trapped by your salary uh, and you feel trapped because of all the income you're making and you, you're not living your passion, that, that's going to bleed through and it's going to make all the stuff going on outside of work and all the stuff going on in the outside world. It's going to make it even harder for you to deal with because you're resenting the fact that you're trapped and you can't do something. You know, 2020 has hit a lot of people hard, so they feel they feel stuck or they're on, you know, or they were let go um, and they, they don't know what to do. They can't do their passion because of lack of income. Well, you can. You you really can. You, it, it just depends on how hard you want to hustle and, and how hard that you want to fight because you're fighting for yourself. You know, you know that that's the big thing. You, you literally are fighting for yourself here because nobody else is going to fight for you. If you think that there's some white knight that's going to come in and rescue you or some mentor who's going to come in and say, Hey, I see the potential in you and we're going to, I'm, I'm going to make all your dreams come true. No. Okay. It, it doesn't work like that. And you, and you're too, you're too good to just sit there and go for a handout. What you need to do is, is fight. You, you want to put on your big boy pants or your, or your big girl panties or whatever you want to do. And you want to freaking fight for what's yours. Nobody owes you anything. You simply have to get out there and fight and earn for what's yours. And you do that by working with something in your passion. Because that's where it, the fighting is fun. That's where the stress is positive. And that's where you, you can make so much money doing something. I have so many people, and I've said this before, and I've gotten comments on this quote, is if you can make this much money doing something you hate, imagine how much money you can make doing something you love. You just have to go outside your comfort zone, and you need to stand up to the bullies and the naysayers who are telling you that you're not good enough, you're not, you're not smart enough, you're not bright enough, you're, you're not this, you're not that. You know? <laughs> and, and they're out there. And sometimes they're the closest people who love you, who are telling you this stuff. And because they're so close to you, they get through your shields and you, you listen to them and they, they literally tear at your soul because they're telling you, you're not good enough. You can't do this. Um, and, and again, I, I call bullshit because if you're not willing to fight for yourself, then why should anyone else fight for you? You know, I fight for people who fight for themselves. I fight for people who have, oh my gosh. There are so many people that I fight for because they're trying it. They're doing it. They're, they're doing everything they can. They just need simple course corrections. Okay. They're, you know, I, I had one guy tell me recently that what I do is I, I, I full steam ahead. I, I literally, I go and go and go and I hit a wall and I hit a stud and I can't get out. I can't get past it. And then Dave comes into my life and Dave just, Dave veers me to the left around that stud. And then I continue going and continue pushing forward. That's exactly it. I work with winners who want to win and I help them. I don't go into someone's life and say, you know what? I see that you're unhappy. I see that you're not making the money that you want. How about you let me come in and I help you with everything so that you can have a better life? It doesn't work like that. That's ridiculous. If you can't fight for yourself, why should I fight for you? So that's a lot of what most people's mentality are. If you're looking for a mentor, if you're looking for additional training, if you're looking for something to better yourself, if you want to surround yourself by incredible people, then be an incredible person who fights for themselves. You know, we talked last in the last episode about personal power. When you take back your personal power, 
when you own your life, when you feel powerful, you start fighting for yourself. You know, there, there's a large body of evidence that says that employees who are passionate about their job are going to be both happier and more productive at work. And that makes a difference because what happens is when you're happier and more productive at work, you're happier and more productive in your personal life, you know, and, and then your, your professional and your personal life are great because how many of us have something going on in our personal life, but the professional life is good and, and we can balance that. We can deal with it. You know, we got something going on at home, but work is great. So I can weather the storm on the opposite. You've got something going on good at home. You've got a good, strong relationship, good, strong family, good, strong support system, but your work sucks. And it's just like, okay, so I, 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 can, I can deal with this. I'm strong enough. I can deal with this because I have this balance. But when your work sucks and your home life sucks, and you have nowhere that you feel safe, nowhere that is good for you, nowhere that you feel like you're making a difference, then that makes everything harder for you. So that's where you got, again, you have to pick yourself up and you have to fight. You know, I, I had somebody tell me the other day, it's like, you know, I don't like when you tell people that you, um, you know, what is your passion? Because I, I don't know what my passion is. Well, that right there. So let's develop one. If you don't know what your passion is, if you have no idea what you're passionate about, then let's develop one, okay? If you can't do it on your own, I'll help you. We'll do it together. But that's the thing is there is a passion in there. If you've been so beaten down by by things, by life, by parents, by, by whatever, and you feel like, okay, I'm just doing exactly what I'm supposed to do, and I'm very successful at what I do, and I get major kudos for what I do. However, I'm kind of dead inside, Okay, that sucks. <laughs> I would never want to be that. I like, I, I like to, to. Oh man, I tell you, I'm so passionate about what I do that sometimes I can't even talk in a full sentence, as many of you can tell. But I like being able to be passionate about something and and have fun with something and help others find their passion and help them develop it if they don't have it. Um, and, and that that's part of it. And if you don't know how to develop a passion. Google it, research it, YouTube it, ask friends, ask people that you respect. You know, when when you go into a, a position and there's 20 of you and you see two people who are just nailing it, who are just killing it, why can't you go up to them and just talk to them without any kind of, of, of threat or any kind of ego to where you feel like they're better than you? They're not, okay? They, they put their pants on the same way that you do. What it is, is you want, you just go up and say, Hey, you know, I see you're, I see you're killing it. I, I think it's, it's amazing. Do you have any tips for me? Do you have anything that I can learn? You know, you know, but instead what I see is people who walk into a situation like this and they see that the two or three people who are killing it. And then they join the crowd of the eight to nine people that are not. And then all that negativity comes in. And then these eight to nine people form this little click of, oh, yeah, well, those two, they suck. You know, they suck up to the boss all the time, you know, but they're not like us. We're, you know, we're, we're, we're defeated and it's okay that we're defeated because we're just going to work and be defeated and let, let's join this misery club. You know what? That sucks. And so many people do that. So many people join the fucking misery club and they, they would rather gravitate to what is not working rather than gravitate towards what is working. And I guarantee you, if you are successful in your job, if you're one of those two people in your department who are successful, who are happy, who are doing all these things, they, they're more than willing most of the time, if they're approached correctly, 
to, to, to work with you and to be friends and, and to, to build on you and to be your mentor. But not if you let your ego get in the way. Get rid of your ego. Show some vulnerability and, and walk up and just say, hey, man, I see what you're doing. I'm really it, it, it amazes me. You know, we have the same skill set. We have the same job yet. Whatever you do, you, you turn to gold. Um, and and I, I, want, I want to know that. And then you've got this group of eight to nine people. It's like, well, they only do well because they were given the best accounts because they suck up to the boss. Bullshit. Okay. Total fucking bullshit. They fucking earn those good accounts because they're top performers. So stop, stop, stop being part of that crowd and be part of the, part of the winning team. When you walk, you know, I have personal trainers who walk into a gym. You got, you know, 10, 10 personal trainers there. You see two of them who are freaking killing it. Do you go up and align yourself with the two or do you align yourself with the eight who are not? Okay, so that's all. That's your choice. And a lot of that is based on self-worth, self-respect, self-love and personal power, which is all stuff we've been, we've been talking about here. So you need to realize that, no, stand up to the bully, stand up to the naysayers and say, look, I don't want to be a part of this crowd because I have a, I have a vision for my future. And it does not involve just sitting here being miserable watching other people succeed because if you enjoy being miserable watching other people succeed that is a sad sad way to live and you're better than that you are so much better than that what it is though is that you've been beaten down and you think okay i can't do that you know i'm happy making my hundred twenty five thousand dollars a year i'm happy making my seventy five thousand dollars a year and i'm just going to come to work do my job go home because that's all that matters you know no it doesn't if you think that you can survive year after year after year in a job that you hate, you are wrong. And I'm, I'm telling you this because there are so many people in their 20s and 30s who think I can, I can weather this. No, seriously, you're going to wake up and you're going to be 40, you're going to be 50. And you're like, shit, you know, I just pissed away 20, 30 years of my life doing something that I hate. But now I have enough wisdom and I have enough courage and I have enough self-love because I've finally gotten it because I, I've gotten wiser, I've gotten older, and I realize what's important in life, I'm going to start doing what I want. What I want to do is I want to come into your life in your 20s and 30s and say, look, don't be this. Don't be me. That was that was totally me. I did things in my 20s and 30s that I did not enjoy. I, I it, it wasn't my passion. And then in my 40s, I was like, well, crap, this, this is who I am. This is what I've, en- I've enjoyed for the last 10 years. I've enjoyed coaching people. So I want to be a coach. You know, and, and, and that's what it is. And when you realize that, when you realize that passion and it aligns with your career, life is generally amazing. You know, there are so many startups in, in the last several years. Look at any of them. Look at their success. Google them. Find, you know, top top 10 successful startups of 2019, top 10 successful startups of 2020, and, and, and research them. Do your research to find out why are they successful at their startups. Um, why are these guys successful in their career? Look up people that you respect. Look up, read books, read, 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 self-knowledge. Yes, go to college. Yes, do all these things that if you want to do that. But don't think that you have to do that. If you are not in a position to go to, to have gone to college, you can still be extremely successful because you are learning things in different ways. So many people learn things in different ways than society's norms. Be okay with that. Be okay that you don't conform. Be okay that you're unique. Be okay that you're different because that's something that is incredible. You want to assess your strengths and then you want to match your strengths and your skill set to your passion. It's, it's really that simple. 
you, you know, some people think that that it, it's it's harder than that, but but it really isn't. What's what's hard is that you're afraid. You're afraid that, okay, so I work this job, I do sales, it's great. I have a good team. I manage people. They drive me nuts, but you know, we're, overall we're good. You know, I, I, I've got some respect. I've got some clout in the company. Uh, maybe one day I'll, I'll get promoted. Um, you know, and, and, and you know, maybe it'll be an internal promotion rather than they're going to hire externally, and I'll just have a new boss next year who, who's younger than me. And then in five years, I'm going to have another new boss that's young, younger than that boss. Um, you know, but but I, I I can do it. I can I can make it work out. You know, I'm making good money. If, if that's your mindset, it sucks. It, it really does. If that's your mindset, if you think that you're not good enough for that promotion, then then that right there is part of the problem. Okay, because you are good enough. You need to be cocky and humble at the same time. You need to be just f- so full of yourself, narcissistic with compassion. <laughs> you know, I mean, I know that's an oxymoron there, but but seriously, you need to love yourself so much that what you want to do is build up others around you so that you create this incredible vortex of powerful people around you that you just bring into. You identify talent. You grow that talent. When you see somebody on your team that has potential, you grow it. And you 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 literally just say, look, I see this in you. I think if you tweak this, this, and this, I think you're going to be much more successful. And I think you're going to be happy in your job. When you're doing that with your team, when you're doing that with the people that you lead, my God, that is amazing. You know, it, it, because it's showing, it's showing many, many great things. Loyalty and respect as a leader. That's one of the most important things. If you're the kind of leader that you just want to bash people, that you just want to, to have your own way and you don't care about emotions, you don't care about feelings, then you're, you're going to be doing a lot of stuff alone and you're going to have high turnover rate. And, and that's one of, the, one of the, the true statements that I can make here. Literally, you have got to realize that you have to manage people differently. I have a, uh, a friend of mine who's, who's one of the most incredible fathers that I've ever met. And when I ask him, you know, how do you discipline your children? He says, well, I have to discipline them differently. You know, one, I just talk to her in a stern voice and she knows, you know, she, she stops and she realizes it. The other one, I can't talk to in a stern voice because she shuts down. So I have to explain to her, you know, what, what the good versus what the bad is. This is the good behavior. This is the bad behavior. This is what will, will make the, you know, make mommy and daddy happy versus this is what's going to make us sad and explaining it like that. She gets it and she understands. And then she evolves because of that and grows. And then then you got one where you just got to look at and go, look, you're about to cross the line. You're going to get it. And then they just stop, you know, (laughs) you know, it's it's that primordial fear of, uh oh, you know, I pissed off that. So it it, it literally is those kind of things. You have to, you have to manage your, your, the people that you lead differently. You have to raise your children differently. You have to, it's okay to do that because everyone responds differently. You know, that's one of the things with uh, four dysfunctions of a team, figuring out how to communicate with people. Is this person super analytical? Is this person super emotional? Is, does this person not have any emotions and they're not on the goal? They just want to do things. So they're, they, you know, they're the driver. They're going to push through whatever you tell them. You just give them a bullet point list. They're good. And then you got the touchy feely people who are like, okay, so in order to work with this person, I have to always start with, hi, how are you today? How was your weekend? And then these are our goals. So it, it, it's, it's, again, it's that, it, that's a, 
you have to learn to manage like that because people are different. If you don't know how to identify the people that you're working with in order to teach them, then again, you're, you're just working in this environment that is dry and stagnant and it's not within your passion. But when you start working with people and leading them and you become a leader and you realize that, okay, part of, part of my passion is being a leader. I want to, I want to lead people and I want to guide people and I want to make people better. So that's part of it. Then the second part of your passion is what do I want to do? What, what service or product do I want to work with in my life? You know, do I want to be a writer? Do I want to create music? Do I want to create an, uh, and sell or sell an item that transforms people's lives? Do I want to create and transform or have a service that transforms people's lives? A- anything like that. So you need to match up your leadership style and your leadership skill and your leadership abilities with your ability for your passion. And then you have to go into the moxie and the grit part, because this is the third part. What is it that, what do I need to do? How hard am I going to have to work? If I want to, if I want this promotion, does that mean that for the next six months, I need to kill it? I need to be here nights, weekends, and I need to make a name for myself. I need to, to look at my PL and I need to say, okay, so uh, I'm looking at my PL, I'm dissecting it, and I see I have three revenue points that are below standard. If I can get those three revenue points up and I focus on those three things, then I can be successful. Well, you know what? That, that's not a good way to look at things because you're focusing on what's bad. I always found that revenue hides everything. So instead of focusing on these three things that you don't want to focus on that are not your passion, that are, that are these, these little bullet points in your P&L, focus instead on the happiness of, of driving revenue, of leading your team. If you can lead your team and, and, and lead them to the point where they want to increase sales, you increase sales, you're going to increase your sales so much that you hide all the bad numbers in your P&L. So again, that goes with your business as well. If, if you are running a small business and you have things that are just not, not lining up, focus on what's good. If you have 80% of your sales off of one product and 20% of your sales off of another product, don't focus on the bad product that is making 20% sales to try and get it up to the 80. Instead, focus on that product that's your number one seller and take it from being good to exceptional and, and get it to where it's 100% of your sales. You, you know, that, that's, that's the kind of thing. Work, work with your strengths, work with your passion. But if, if you look at something in your business or in your career and it's, it's not working for you and you have no passion about it and you try to focus your energy on that to make it better, uh, it's, it's not going to work for you. So it, it's those few things right there that you just need to realize that, hey, I can do this, but I need to figure out what I need to do. And that's confusing. Like everything that I just said is so confusing to people because that's how they think. So I intentionally lined it up and explained it that way because that's what most people think. They get very confused when they're trying to figure all of this stuff out. So let's avoid that confusion and just bring it to the base real quick. So what we're going to do is we're going to say, hey, am I aligned with my passion and my career? Am I doing something that I want to do? Am I doing something that I'm proud of? Am I doing something that I can tell my family about that I'm excited about? I can, I can go to a dinner party and just talk about my career and about my, my, my job and be so excited about it. Am, am I going to leave a legacy for my children because they're proud of, they're proud of me? 
These are the things that you need to just back up and calmly ask yourself because that's the overall thing of what we're talking about here. All of that confusion stuff that I talked about earlier, all of that thing, that's what goes on in your head at times, you know, because you're thinking of so many different things and you're thinking of all these different ways that you are doing things and it just creates so much confusion in your life that you don't know if you're if you're happy or not. You don't know if you're passionate about your job or not. You think you are, but you're not. So instead, calm the noise, calm all of that confusion and come back and just say to yourself in a, in, a, in a quiet space, in a quiet mind that you're thinking, am I passionate about what I do for a living? If you're not, then again, keeping your mind calm, what is it that you want to do? So when you think about what you want to do, how is it that you can do it at that point? You know, is it monetizable? Is there a market for this? You know, do, quickly just do some research. Is is there a product like this on the market, or is there a need? Uh, you know, I'm looking at Indeed, and I see jobs, and they're just jobs. And that's it. I don't know what to do. So, you want to avoid those kind of things. Instead, when you're looking at, at job boards and you're looking for something, you don't just look at the salary. You don't just look at the title. You don't just look at the location of where it's located. You want to look at the overall picture of things. You, you want to not be confused and you want to avoid all this confusion and you want to look at, at the job description. So you, you're looking at the job description, you're reading it down and does it interest you? You know, does it match your skill set? Do you think that there's room for advancement in this company? So then you do some research on the company, not just the job. You can do research in many different ways. You can do research from an employee point of view. You can do research from a consumer point of view. You can do research from uh, a competitor point of view on any company out there. But you need to do your research so that you, you realize that you're getting into a good environment. And then when the interview process starts, you're thinking to yourself, okay, so this is what I want out of life. So I need to make sure my interview questions match up to that. You know, is there room for advancement? Is there room for growth? Am I going to be able to have a voice in this company and bring my distinctiveness to it? Are you looking for an employee like that? Asking these questions during the interview is incredible because I know some of the, some of the greatest people I've ever hired have asked these questions to me. And it's always been a good situation because you're holding, you're, you're setting the expectation of what you want from them. You're managing up and managing down is, is something very powerful. I'm going to have an episode on that sometime in the future about how important it is to manage up as well as manage down. Um, but, but what it is, is you're, you're assessing the situation, you're assessing and removing the confusion. And the only way to really remove the confusion is to make sure that, that you are, or organizing your thought process and that you're being true to yourself. You know, if any of you have never done a value exercise, I highly recommend value exercises because it tells what your values are. So when you figure out what your top 10, your top 20, your top five values are, is your career aligned with your values? Is your future aligned with your values? Is your life aligned with your values? And if they're not, then you're not, you're, again, you're just not living your passion. 
Because if I have someone who has values on service and, and, and helping others and knowledge and, and, and these types of things, and then they're work, they're working in a job that is completely opposed to, you know, to those top three or top four things, you're not living your authentic self. You're not living you. You're not being you. You're not bringing your distinctiveness to this company, to this product, to this service. So whether you're an employee, an executive, or a business owner, a solopreneur, whatever, you need to ask yourself these questions. Is what I'm doing right now aligned with my values? Is it aligned with my passion? Is it something that I can see myself doing for the next 30 years? You know, These are the things that you need to ask yourself. Because if you're not asking yourself those questions, you're living in a state of confusion. And the confusion being, I can do this, I can do this, I can do this, I can fix this, I can fix this, I can fix this, I got this, I got this. Like we were talking about earlier, that's all static. That's all just noise. That's all confusion. You need to rein yourself in. You need to, you need to partner up with somebody. You know, you need to find a mentor, find a, find a friend that you're close to, get a coach, call me, anything. Anything that you need to do in order to have a sounding board. You know, you can get... You can get so much clarity in your life with talking with someone for an hour genuinely than you can by living your life for a full 30 days and being confused. And that, that is a God's honest truth because I've seen it. I've seen people change the core of their being of who they are in a one hour time frame. And I've, I've seen it. I've known it because we're being authentic and we're talking about the real things that matter. And you see, you see switches flip in people and you're like, whoa, you know, and, and to be able to see that. And then you see the smiling and it, it, it's just, it's, it's crazy, you know? And, and then especially people that have very low self-worth and very low self-esteem. God, I hate that to, to, you know, if you're out there and you have low self-worth, low self-esteem, when you look in the mirror, you see a failure. When you look in the mirror, you think you're not good enough. Man, fucking cut that shit out. Seriously. Because that does not serve you. That is not who you are. You're simply falling in to what other people are saying about you, what other people are judging you, other people's expectations. Fuck that. Because it's inhibiting you from living your passion and finding a career that's aligned with your passion. You know, so, so step one, stop listening to the naysayers. Stop listening to the bullies in your life who are telling you that you're not good enough because I'm fucking telling you that you are Jesus Christ. There are so many things that you have that no one else does that, that your gifts, all the, all the great things that you've done, but you're not focused on those. You're focusing on what other people are saying about you. You're focusing on your, what you're saying about yourself, your internal voice of saying, of shame, especially I I'm ashamed that I did this. So therefore I'm not good enough. We have all made mistakes. We have all done things that we are not proud of. Every one of us, you cannot live to an age of 20, 30, 40, 50 years old and not have things that you regret. But do you take those regrets and let them dominate you and let them own you? Or do you simply take them as lessons that you needed to learn? And if they keep happening to you over and over and over again, it means you haven't learned the fucking lesson. So get rid of that self-loathing, the, the, the you're not good enough thing. 
And, and again, clear that noise in your head. Talk to someone. Get some help somehow, some way. Talk to someone who cares. Talk to someone who matters. Talk to someone that you respect, whether it be a personal or a professional. Okay? Just do it. There are plenty of organizations that are available to you if you don't have the money. If you do have the money, stop being a cheap ass. You you bought a boat. You bought a jet ski. You know what? Spend some money on your fucking self so that you can improve so you can get a bigger boat and a bigger jet ski. That's that's the point right there. If you have the money and you are not spending the money on self-care, self-love, self-esteem in order for you to get ahead and it's just sitting in a bank or you're you're just like, I'm too nervous to spend it, whatever. That's the stupidest thing you can do because you need to invest in yourself. You really do. Okay. I mean, as part of your budget, if you don't have a a self-love section on your budget or a self-improvement section on your budget, then make it. Get massages. You know, get, get energy healings. Get acupuncture. Go to sporting events. Go hiking. Take vacations. You know, all the things, read, learn, take a course. This is all self-care. If you don't have this stuff budgeted in your personal budget to take care of yourself, you need to do that. And, and, and I'm, being, I'm, I'm being totally straight here with you guys. You have got to do that. You have got to spend the money on yourself. And then when you spend the money on yourself, you do not feel guilty about it because what you're doing is you're improving yourself. When you improve yourself and you make you get rid of that shame. You get rid of the, you get rid of all these things that are holding you back and you find that self-love. When you have self-love, you have that personal power. Again, per, that person, we keep coming back to that personal power thing. Personal power is going to, going to make you feel that you are good enough, that you deserve a career that is aligned with your passion. And it's going to make you bold and it's going to make you go outside your comfort zone. And it's going to make you realize that, Hey, you know what? I'm in a really crappy situation right now and I don't like it. And you know what? I'm going to leave and I'm going to do it in my way on my terms. If it needs to be a drastic change and you're afraid, you know what? You can do it. You can, you can fucking fight. If you, if you lose a certain amount of income or lose a certain amount of revenue because of, uh, because it's bad for you, what you do is you just get out there and you fight and you replace it. There is something that you can replace it with. You just have to dig deep, dig hard, and fight. Fight for yourself. Again, you fight for yourself because nobody else is going to fight for you. And if people are saying they're going to fight for you, then what they're doing is they're taking away your personal power. Because what they're saying is, is that I love you so much that I'm going to envelope you in this field of protection and I'm going to take care of you and anything you want, I'm going to make happen. That takes away your personal power. That takes away your toughness. That takes away your grit. That takes away you being able to cope with things, your coping skills. Because you're relying on somebody else to make you successful. Stop doing that. You don't rely on people to make you successful. You work with people to become successful yourself. That's how you do it. No one can come in and fix you. No one can come in and make your life better. You have to do all that yourself. If you ever work with a coach or you work with, with, with someone who says, I'm going to come in and I'm going to fix you and you're going to you're, everything, just do everything that I say and you're going to be incredible. Follow my program. No, bullshit. Okay. A good coach has a program that allows you to grow. It allows you to have, be flexible. It guides you. It doesn't dictate to you. 
So you want a program that someone makes for you, that someone helps you with, that allows you to discern the information and tells you, this is the information, this is what worked for me. If any version of this works for you, then please adapt it to yourself. Take portion A, D, and F, and if those three things work for you out of my program, and then you add your own B, C, D, and E, then, yeah, I guess I got that right. <laughs> um, then that's that's a good coach because they're allowing room for your personal growth where you have a say in it rather than saying, hey, if you follow my 90-day program and you do everything step by step by step, then you are going to be successful. No. It doesn't work like that in fitness. It doesn't work like that in, in life. It doesn't work like that in a relationship. It doesn't work like that in a career because everybody is different. No two people learn the same way. Now, it's a, these programs are out there that are great. Use them as guides. Pick and choose what you want from them in order to help you be successful, in order to help you find your passion, in order to help you find your career. But don't take their word as gospel so that you feel like you have no power and you have no say, you're just doing what somebody else did because you're going to crash and burn. You really are going to crash and burn if you don't make things your own. You know, I, I was with someone about two months ago and someone said, hey, are you doing this? Like exactly like it's supposed to be. And they're like, well, no, I modified it, you know, for because of this and this. And the other person just looked at them with judgment and just like, oh, okay, well, I, I guess you just didn't believe in it. No, bullshit. The free thinker who's doing this new program decided that, hey, the coach that gave me this is good and I respect them. However, for my career, I'm going to do it this and this and this way because I think this works better for me. And then if this naysayer bully is going to judge you for that, then that's, that's again, that's bullshit. Never let anybody judge you for being a free thinker. Never let anybody judge you for being yourself. Never let anybody judge you for living your passion. Okay? And I mean, people are going to judge you, but it's how much weight do you give their words? How much weight are you giving people who are hurting you? You know, you know because if somebody says something to you and they get through your shields and they devastate you, they have way too much power of you because you've given it to them. Take your personal power back. Let's figure out what your passion is and let's work your passion. You And again, send me a message if you need help. I will be glad to just get on a quick phone call with you or reply to your DM and just say, look, this is what I think might help you. Or here's a resource or here's something I can lead you to. Or here's something that might help you in some way. That's fine. Do it. Because the whole thing that we're trying to do here is I'm trying to coach leaders to be leaders. If we can make leaders in this world who help others, who help others succeed, who help others be successful, that's the kind of world I want to live in because there's no expectations. There's no judgment. There's none of this, you know, bullshit going in of, of all the things that just drag people down. You know, I removing that toxic stuff from your life is so fulfilling. It, it, it literally is. You're cutting out that cancer in your life. And sometimes that cancer is a coworker, a family member, a friend. You know, when you say this is my best friend and your best friend is like a sister to you or like a brother to you and that person is your biggest naysayer, that biggest toxic thing because they always cut you down. They always say you're not good enough. They always have an opinion 
if that if you have someone in your life that always has an opinion about your life, <laughs> that's so sad. That is so sad. You know, the, 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 the control freaks out there that are like, I'm not only going to live my life and destroy it, I'm also going to destroy everybody else around me because I love them. You know, and most of the time it doesn't come from a, it doesn't come from malice. It doesn't come from hate. Sometimes the people that hurt you the most are the ones that love you the most because they don't know how to love you. They don't know how to respect you enough to say, Hey, I respect you and you can make good decisions. And if you fuck up and you make a bad decision, I'm going to be here to support you and help you get through it. But I want you to make those, those bad decisions because they're going to be life lessons and you're going to learn from them. And it's going to make you feel strong that you've evolved into this and, and you're going to expand into the person that you were meant to grow into. That's the kind of person you want in your life. That's the kind of person that you want to have your ear. That's the kind of person that you want to listen to. Instead of someone who says, well, you can't do that or no, you shouldn't do that. Or, wow, you're, you know, you're wearing that. Oh, geez, I wouldn't wear that. You, you need to, you know, you need to ask these interview questions. You know, you have a problem at work. Well, you need to do this to this person. You need to fire that person. You know, again, they have, they have a very strong opinion and they don't have all the facts. And then you're giving up your power by letting them dictate to you. And because you give their words so much power, because you either respect them or love them so much that you're doing exactly as they say. So when exactly did you decide to lose you? When did you decide to give up in life because it got too hard that you want somebody else to run your life for you? That's a really valid question. Because if you've given away your personal power, if you, if you live a life that's bereft of passion, if you live a safe life because you're afraid, you decided somewhere along the way to just throw in the towel. You stopped fighting. You stopped fighting for you because you're not good enough. Because you're not strong enough. Because you're not smart enough. You know, all these things. You gave up. That's not right. It's not right that you did that to yourself. You deserve so much more. You really do. I mean... It boggles my mind of how I work with people and they tell me that they've given up on themselves because it's not fucking right. You deserve to love yourself. You deserve to respect yourself. You deserve so much more out of life. You do not deserve to be put down. You do not deserve to put yourself down. You need to fight for yourself. Figure out where you're strong at. Figure out where your strength is so that you can pick yourself back up, get back up, get out there and fight for the life that you deserve. I don't care if you're 20 or 70, get out there and fight for your life because you deserve it. You deserve so much happiness. You deserve so much that this life has to offer. And if someone is telling you that you don't, or if you're telling you that you don't, Again, you gave up and it's fucking bullshit. So stop that. Stop that behavior. Take a good, strong look in the mirror and ask yourself, did I do this? And if I did, stop it. On the opposite side, you've got people who are fighting, going strong, going through life and, and succeeding and doing all these things. 
but they're fucking miserable. You're, you're doing the same thing. Okay, you're just not the sad, pathetic version of someone. You're the more outwardly, you know, I'm going to step over people version or I'm going to be successful and I don't care what it costs, all these things. But you've done the same thing. You stopped fighting for you. You stopped fighting. You stopped believing in you and you just just are going through the motions. But you're unhappy. And I know a lot of people like this who have incredible jobs, incredible relationships, all these things that, that could be so much better. But then when they're alone, they feel minute they feel like they want to well again suicidal i've had several people over the last five years who on the outside they have it all you look at them and like wow you know 2.5 kids the family the career all these things going great but they are miserable on the inside it's the same thing they gave up on themselves they gave up on caring for themselves they gave up on realizing what their passion is, and they're going through these motions. They're not communicating well. They're not communicating their needs to their partner. They're not communicating their needs to their boss. They're not communicating their needs to themselves. And these are all things that I challenge you to work on. I challenge you to work on everything that I just talked about because it's that important. You have to realize how incredible you are and what you deserve. Never let anyone tell you that you don't deserve to live your passion. You know, one of my favorite, favorite comments that I just go ballistic over is when someone says, well, that's, that's more of a hobby. That's not a job. (laughs) No, (laughs) you know, oh my God, that just drives me insane when people say stuff like that. Because if, if you're doing something that you love, if you like building model trains, we can monetize that somehow. <laughs> Trust me. You, you know, it's not just a hobby. It's something that you care about, that you enjoy, that relaxes you. So share that passion that you have with whatever it is with others. Because I guarantee if you have that passion, other people do. And you're going to draw like-minded people towards yourself. When you draw like-minded people towards yourself because of a certain passion, you create a support system that is so strong and so incredible and you create a tribe and you create followers and you create all these wonderful things of, of ways that you can improve your life and improve your relationship, your job, your career, everything that is, is fully in there, your physical fitness, all these things because you're living your passion and you're doing something that you enjoy. Stop feeling trapped. Stop feeling like you can't Go outside your comfort zone because your comfort zone is where growth happens. You need to literally just draw a little circle and write down everything that feels safe to you. All the little things that feel safe to you because that's your comfort zone. Then you, I want you to draw a circle outside of that circle. And I want you to write things in there that make you uncomfortable. You know, so inside the small circle would be like, I like being alone. And then in that bigger circle, the outer circle is I hate crowds. That's an example. So write stuff like that. Then I want you to do everything in that outer circle for a week. I want you to experience that kind of stuff for one week. Do that to push yourself outside your comfort zone and see where growth happens. You can do this. I don't even know you and I believe in you. Why can't you believe in yourself that much? That's one of the the biggest things that, that, that I challenge you to do. Believe in yourself as much as a fucking stranger on a podcast believe in you. Because I've worked with so many people. I know what you're going through right now. I mean, 
it, it, it's crazy. As you're listening to this, as I started this, I put the intention out there, hey, I want people to listen to my podcast who can get some value out of my words, that when they hear my words, it makes sense to them. That's that's my audience. That's all I'm going for. And you know what? I'm just throwing out to the universe that if you're meant to hear this podcast, you're meant to hear it. And that's what it is. I hope that what I've said today rings true to you. I hope that I'm able to help you in some way. If you have any questions, you know, please just message me on Instagram. I'm Dave Shep Consulting. My website's DaveShepConsulting.com. And my email is Dave at DaveShepConsulting.com. Any, any questions that you have, I'm, I'm in there to answer for you. I will answer every question. I promise you that. I don't, I, you know, again, I, I don't have such a large following that I have time to be like, oh, I'm too busy. <laughs> I wish. But you know what? I'm living my passion. And I'm helping others. And hopefully what I've said today can help you. You guys have a great week. I'll talk to you next week. Bye-bye.